Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and again to Real Talk with Tanya White. I am your host, Tanya White, and I am absolutely, positively ecstatic to be here once again on Real Talk on Thursday. Now, we have had three bonus shows this week. We have been grinding this week because it is Women's Month, and we are celebrating every woman. We want every woman to overcome every issue so that she can be her absolute best so that she can achieve every dream in her life. That is our theme. That is our passion this month. And so instead of just meeting here on Thursdays, which we love, we have some bonus shows, and we had bonus shows on Sunday. We had a Don't Stop the Love music show. I unleashed my alter ego, DJ Sweet Ice Tea. I had fun with that. I played you some music for love, help you find, fix, and focus on that real love that you have or you're preparing to have. And we also, Monday, we had a special Love Overboard interview with uh, Kiki Wyatt. She's R&B singer, and she's also in Jaquarius Johnson's play, Love Overboard. You might remember Kiki. She do, uh, had a duet with Avant, several duets, Nothing in This World, My First Love. And she talked about how she's going to have a new CD this summer, this year, and her and Avant are preparing to do a duet CD that is going to be hot so tune into that, listen to that archive. And Tuesday, we had a very, very powerful show on sexual abuse, domestic violence. That was so powerful. We had Greg Stallworth, Spike Spielberg, Sherlyn Vaughn, Janice Sullivan, and then we had a powerful caller uh, call in and give her testimony. If you didn't get to catch any of those shows, Monday, Tuesday, or Sunday, please listen to our archives. We love for people to listen to our shows and give us feedback because we are trying to be our absolute best. We want you to change your no, I can't attitude into yes, I can actions. And so we try to strive for excellence every single show. So give us your suggestions. Give us your topics that you want to hear. Uh, tell us what we did right, what we can improve on. We want to hear it all because we are not afraid of constructive criticism. Here at Real Talk with Tanya White, 
Now, we want to give some shout-outs to some of our fantastic Blog Talk friends. Uh, we have, uh, I think the last check was uh, 1304 so we just want to say hello to uh, Toy Ward, Spike Spielberg, uh, Lady Variant, uh, JFJ Live, uh, The Loveologist, Benny Rando, and all the fascinating shows. TC, who has a magnificent branding talk show on Saturday mornings, is just 15 minutes, but you will get power-packed information to take not only your business but your life to the next level. So listen to TC every Saturday morning at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, now, our topic this month is every woman. Uh, and tonight, our topic is dealing with how women can build, rebuild self-esteem, uh, learn to love themselves and appreciate themselves before they really can appreciate others, and the value and the necessity of having a supportive group of sisters around you that push you into your next level of destiny. We want to talk about uh, surrounding yourself with sincere, trustworthy circle of sisters who not are, in, are who are not jealous, intimidated, or threatened about who God created you to be and who you also can push into the next level of destiny. So that is our topic tonight, self-esteem, self-appreciation, and supportive sisterhoods because you need all three to live your absolute best life. And so we have some phenomenal guests once again. We are blessed, as always, to have great guests on. But tonight we have three ladies uh, who are going to take us to another stratosphere uh, of how we see ourselves, help us to overcome some issues uh, of esteem, and uh, help us to come over some issues of dealing with each other as sisters. We have some very um, we have some issues that hinder us from being uh, true sisters and helping one another out. And so tonight, our first guest is going to be Don Johnson. She is known as the self-esteem queen. You may have heard her on several blog talk shows. She is absolutely phenomenal. I love her commanding voice. Her voice is one of truth, one of sincerity, and one that will push you if you if you. Before you listen to it, if you were just being mediocre, you were, are destined to manifest something in your life after listening to this phenomenal young lady. Then also in a second segment, we're going to have Dr. Ford. She has written the book, I Miss the Hugs But Not the Hurt, dealing with restoring and rebuilding relationships in your life. And then our third guest is going to be Sandra Miles. Uh, she is the director of the Black Female Development Circle, uh, and so she's going to tell us about how women come together in her organization and help one another out to be their absolute best. And then tonight we're starting a, a special business highlight for uh, throughout the month of March because we're celebrating every woman. Uh, and so we're having a Tell Us in 10 business spotlight. And tonight our uh, business is going to spotlight Cheryl and Vaughn. So she's going to call in and tell us a little bit about her business and what she is has coming up and what she would like for you to know. So we have a great show in store for you tonight. And so we're going to get right to it because our first guest is on the line. As I said, uh, Don Johnson is known as the self-esteem queen. She is an internationally recognized motivational speaker, author, business coach. And Don says on her website, the self-esteem queen, which I encourage you strongly to go to, she is a survivor 
from being abused by a family member to being abandoned at age 14. It is said by some that Dawn would be lucky if she weren't here. Institutionalized before 18, labeled at-risk teenager by teachers and counselors, Dawn was told by one high school guidance counselor, take up a trade as your career path. So she's had people in her life who has uh, tried to tear down her esteem. But listen, let me tell you, you're going to see by her commanding voice and her power uh, and her passion for building up self-esteem why she is not only a survivor but an overcomer. So we'd like to welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, Miss Dawn Johnson. Hello, Dawn. Hello. Hello and happy Thursday. Tanya, thank you for having me on your show. You're the phenomenal one. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on your show. I really do love you. <laughs> well, thank you, Don. As I said, I love you too because my sister's name is Don. I know that you are fantastic people. Thank you so much. How are you today? I am wonderful. I'm always uh, wonderful on Thursday because I love talking to uh, Real Talk listeners and just discussing uh, some issues so that we can be our absolute best. So I'm excited tonight. So tell us, Don, who you are in your own words. I always like to ask my guests that. So the one thing that I will say, hello, everyone listening live and also the people who will be listening to this archive. Happy Thursday. I am Don, known as the Self-Esteem Queen, and really I just work for God. Um, I spent a lot of my years a very lonely, depressed, and bitter person, and then once I realized that my true self is a very happy, loving, jovial, spectacular type being, um, I switched from being uh, angry and hateful and, you know, kind of just went back to who I am, which is someone who loves to give people self-esteem. Yes, I do motivational speaking. Yes, I do life coaching. I do a number of things, but the one thing that I do for the people in my life above all else is I hold them accountable because here what you'll find is that in today's world, no one's held accountable for anything that they do. That's why you see people with such poor self-esteem. That's why you see people on TV who claim to be so happy, and then months later you hear that they're in rehab and or have committed suicide. There is definitely something wrong in America with self-esteem, and especially with women. Yes. Well, let's get started right there. As I told you, this is going to be a powerful show. You said something very important and something that I really live by is accountability. Where has that fallen by the wayside? I mean, I can't take up the whole show, and so I'll just briefly say, um, you know, accountability is something that really you have to be taught. And if you are not taught by your parents or whoever is raising you that you have to be accountable for your actions, then what happens is that you go through life playing what's called a victim, and you go through life blaming other people and their circumstances for the reason why you're screwed up. And I think accountability is something that most people don't have only because in today's society we don't even hold our, our idols accountable, our entertainers accountable, our constituents accountable. We don't hold people accountable for their actions. And so if we don't do it to the people that are in the public forefront, then why on earth would we do it in our private lives? Mm, you just said a mouthful, and you gave me an idea for another show because uh, I am one of very much accountability. I am a teacher myself by profession, and that's one thing I see. The parents, even the system, the school system, is taking away accountability from other children. They say you just have to do so much, and then you can, uh, you know, pass on by. But we're going to talk about that in another show. Tell me how not having accountability affects 
a person's self-esteem. You know, when you're accountable for your actions, what that really means is that you have a mindset to whereas you think about the things you do and the consequences that the things that you do will have. For example, um, accountability is something that I work on on a daily basis. And what that means is that I'm not perfect. I do things that are out of order, and I also do things that are out of line with who I am as a person. Being accountable means that I step back, I take a look at a situation or a circumstance, and I ask myself, what have I done to cause any sort of negativity in that situation or circumstance? Most people don't do that. That's why they walk around with low self-esteem, because if, you, if you're not constantly improving, then the reality is that you're dying. And most people are not trying to constantly improve themselves because we're taught to believe that criticism even in its constructive sense, is wrong, and we're supposed to take offense. I don't take offense to criticism as long as it's constructive, and when I do get constructive criticism, I immediately look at myself, not to blame myself, but really to say, okay, Dawn, what have you done wrong in this situation, and what can you do better the next time? Don Johnson, you have always given us a mouthful. <laughs> so, true, you're on it because... That you said one thing. Let me go back. You said people do not want to improve themselves. I had to learn that as a teacher, as a coach, you know, people say it with their words, but when you look into their actions and into who they surround they, themselves with, what they're doing, all that tells a person what you really want to do. And people talk a good game, but when it comes to walking it out, Well, let me tell you this. The one thing that I find is that, especially these days, people are always walking on eggshells. They're afraid to tell people how they feel. Anybody listening to this show that knows me personally, my mom, (laughs) will tell you I hold everybody accountable. My mother, my father, may he rest in peace. I hold everybody in my life accountable, and I include myself in that because We, as Americans, um, have a false sense of belief that everything is okay here because even though we're in a recession, um, we still have money to eat. Even though we're in a recession, we still have money to leisurely drive around. Perhaps we can go and get an outfit. So we don't understand that self-esteem is none of those things. It's not the material things you can buy. It's not the money you can make. It's not the car that you drive. When you are attacked, right, and someone tells you, oh, you can improve this way or that way, and you automatically get defensive, to me, that lets me know that you don't have high self-esteem. Woo! Girl, well, you just go ahead and preach, Don Johnson, because you are so true. <laughs> you are so true. I, I, I mean, I, I welcome, like you said, criticism, whether it's constructive, and if it's not, I'm going to look past the motive and look get to the nuggets of what you're saying, but... I talk to people all the time, and it's like, you really don't want to improve. That's why this show is changing your no, I can't into yes, I can because so many people have been programmed, I can't do it, so I'm just going to stay back and, you know, just be good enough instead of, uh, you know, pressing forth towards the greatness that is already there. And um, it is, you have to be accountable. You have to surround yourself with people. I've known people who cut me off because I'm one of the truth. I live it. I speak it in my own life. And so, therefore, I, I you know, surround myself with people who do the same. And soon as I, like you said, when you say, you know what, there's a better way to get that defensive, get the resentment, and they cut you off. 
that's because they really don't want to change. And, you know, yesterday, um, just to briefly tell you a quick story, yesterday I went to go get some oral work done. I had to have emergency oral surgery. And I'm sitting in the waiting room, and this young little boy had to be about, I would say, maybe 11, 12. He couldn't have been 13. He looked, you know, disrespecting his mother. I mean, this lady took off work to take this little boy to the dentist because he had mouth problems, and he's telling the mother in front of everybody in the waiting room, and you ain't shit. He said shit. I'm telling you, he couldn't have been older than 11 or 12. Telling her, you know, my, my daddy gave me $100. What you gave, what, what have you given me? Finally, so in that situation, what, what do you think, because women, that's another whole other issue, a mother with their sons. I mean, I mean, but the, the, the self-esteem. Well, I could totally see um, that this lady needed help. I mean, she looked to be in her uh, late forties, and you know, this little boy just talking to her. So I politely <laughs> reached on over, tapped him on on the on the shoulder, and um, politely said quite a few profanities to the line of, "If you disrespect your mother." One more time while I'm sitting here, I am going to so-and-so and so-and-so. And I said it with a smile on my face, mind you. I don't, I don't, let's be clear. I said it with a smile on my face, but he needed to understand if she is not going to step up because I don't know what's going on in her life. Perhaps she's going through a divorce. Perhaps, you know, she's not with the father. And so I understand that at times like this, sometimes young men uh, find it upon themselves to, you know, get a little uh, a little beside themselves. But yeah, I had to just step in like I'm the village and let the little boy know, uh, while I'm in here, I'm not going to let you disrespect another woman. I don't care if we're related or not. And the one thing that I thought about was, wow, this woman, what is her self-esteem like to where she's allowing her young son to talk to her this way in front of strangers? Well, that leads me to another point, Don. If she's letting her son do it, she, her son has seen, has seen her let men do that to her. Correct. You see what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about that. If you want to call in, the number is 347-215-6446. We're talking self-esteem with the self-esteem queen herself, Don Johnson. Um, and if you call in, press 1 if you have something to say uh, so we'll know that you want to chime in. So, Don, like you said, this woman may have definitely had self-esteem issues. How does one uh, rebuild their self-esteem after it's torn down? We we know some of the things that tear self-esteem down, abuse, rejection, abandonment. How can one rebuild their self-esteem once it's tore, torn down? Well, I'm going to tell you the honest truth. You know, a lot of people ask me this question because I'm known as a self-esteem queen. Um, it's very difficult to rebuild your self-esteem once it's been torn down. Anybody that tells you any different, they're lying. Tanya, let me tell you, I have been abandoned. I have been abused. I've been a victim of domestic violence. Uh, I've been a prostitute. I've done a number of things that um, the average person wouldn't be able to necessarily deal with, okay? Mm -hmm. The only way that I've been able to really just improve my own self-esteem, again, is to just look inward. Most people do not hold themselves accountable. When you realize the reason why you hate yourself or why you dislike yourself or why you allow people to treat you um, in a way that's not in alignment with the way that you were taught to be treated, then the one thing that you have to look at is your own self-esteem. Um, we all have self-esteem issues. It's not just women, even though this is Women's Month. It's not just women. Men have self-esteem issues as well. Well, and so when we really look 
it, the one thing that people need to do, number one, hold yourself accountable. You cannot help anybody else if you can't help yourself, right? So it, it really is a mindset. You have to tell yourself, I am under no circumstances going to allow anyone to ruin my talents, my treasures, and my time. That's the very first step to regaining your self-esteem because so often we try to regain our self-esteem that we lost around the same people who helped us to lose it in the first place. Oh, and my God. I was just going to say that because we tr- we say, would you please help me? Well, one thing I had to realize is some people in my circle and my family and my friends, they had issues that they were avoiding. And so when when they, I asked them to help me and they couldn't, I used to get mad. But then I, the light bulb came on. It's like they're hurting too. And they need help themselves. So uh, that is so true. Why, you, you've got to remove yourself from the old environment and launch out into new territory if you really want help, I, I believe. Well, this is the one thing that people don't understand. What will happen is that somebody will um, say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm through with this situation or I'm through feeling horrible or I'm through hating myself. And then they're around the same exact people who encourage that behavior. You cannot improve your self-esteem if you are not around people who will become the average of what you want to be around. And that's a difficult thing for some people to swallow because what you're telling people is, okay, in order for me to be a better person, I'm going to have to let go of some things. And as my coach said to me on Monday morning at 4 o'clock in the morning Pacific Standard Time, how comfortable, Dawn, are you with being uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. And that's that's real if you just joined us we're talking about self-esteem with the self-esteem queen herself don johnson if you have something to say call 347-215-6446 press the number one so that we know that you want to chime in now don how important is boundaries setting those boundaries relationship boundaries and expectations how does that play into having healthy (laughs) self-esteem tanya I always tell people, um, you know what, keep it real or just keep it. The one thing that I've had to do in my life and the one thing that I always encourage people that I coach, that I talk to, or even people that I just choose to associate with, I encourage people to set boundaries. Because if we do understand, right, that we're the average of the five people that we choose to hang around the most. So if we understand that, and then we also understand that – It's difficult to keep a mindset, just like it's difficult to have a habitual way of living. So you cannot be around people who are very, very positive and then uh, regress, be around people who are very negative, and then expect your same mentality to stay the same, okay? The boundaries, that's the most important part of self-esteem. You need to be careful about who you let talk to you, what you let go into your mind, the things that you allow yourself to just idly think about. All of this is very important when we talk about self-esteem. And people yeah. don't really think that. They, oh, I watch TV, and then you don't understand why you're so depressed. Well, if you turn off uh, uh, the next 48 and stop watching people get I killed. I that's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't have cable, but believe me, I've seen some shows. 
those. If, if we could just turn off the Real Housewives of Atlanta who aren't really rich and some of them aren't even really wise, if we could turn that off, right, then that is a boundary. It's not just about the people that are around yeah. you when setting boundaries. It's what you watch. It's what you listen to. It's what you read. All of that is important. And guess what? When people don't want to change, I tell them, listen, it's not change is not for everybody, mm-hmm. right? But if you want to continue to live the life that you're living and be unhappy and all of that, then you can continue to do such. As for me and mine, I have boundaries on what I watch, what I listen to, who I see on a day-to-day basis. I don't yeah. play. You know what? And that when you... You know, when somebody is trying to change and they set those boundaries, it is very difficult to keep pressing forward because people don't understand why. And I found myself when I was doing this shift trying to explain to people why, and then I just suddenly said, you know what, I do not have to explain myself to you. I'm going somewhere, and either you can come with me or you can just stay where you are. Either way, it's no hard feeling. But setting boundaries, and I like what you said, you are the average of the five people you choose to hang around because your social group is a choice. Your family, you you can't choose. Um, Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, uh, we 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 can stop right there. Uh, no, no, and, no. And, 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 and and I don't mean to cut you off, really, because I, I, I know that you meant what you meant, but somebody listening may not understand what you just meant. And so, yes, we, can, we cannot choose our families, right? We, we yeah. can't choose our family members. But if you have family members that are toxic, you can yeah. love them from afar. From afar. Yeah, I was going to get to that, Ms. Don Johnson, because I <laughs> love many of family members from afar. I only show up when the Lord sends me, and that's enough for me. And so, yes, you can, you don't have, I, I can't go to a lot of family functions. I can't do it. But you can choose how you spend your time with them. Yes, you can't choose what family you're in, but you can choose your time. But you show enough, can choose your friends, the people you talk to on your job, uh, in your church, in your community. That is a choice. Don, we have a caller from Delaware, and we're going to put them on, okay? Okay. Hi, Tanya. It's Darnielle. She's an incredible one herself. Hello, Miss Darnielle. How are you? Incredible, and I am loving you, Miss Dawn Johnson. Isn't she powerful? <laughs> it is so amazing how God just, he knows how to line people up. And when I saw the um, advertisement for this particular show, Tanya, I was like, oh, I've got to listen. I've got to make sure that I'm on this call because like you, Dawn, our, our stories are very similar in the things that we went, we've been through, and the passion that you exude is the same passion that I exude and helping people to realize the importance of tapping into what's on the inside and finding the power to move on and move past. And, and I personally say, you know, if you're willing to conquer your past, you'll confirm your future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's, I love that. I definitely can. And I wrote down, honey, keep it real or, or just keep it. I love it. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I, I actually would love to, um, if people go to my website, selfesteemqueen.com, um, on the tab, that actually, the site's about to be revamped in the next six months, but on the, on the right-hand side, you can go to um, one of the tabs that says free articles, and I have a blog, and one of the actual blogs was keep it real or just keep it, you know, because mm-hmm. – so, so often what happens is that, you know, we walk around in, in this belief, especially here in California, everybody is Hollywood, 
Okay, and so even here especially, it's really difficult to just maintain a sense of who you are. But the whole keep it real, just keep it, honey. I run into people who are supposed to be doing this, and they know that, and they know this. And at the end of the day, you come into my life as a C, period. You're just average. And you can work yourself up to a B or A or down to a D or F, but I don't allow people to come into my life, you know, because people put a 1,000 on a 100 all the time. And you never really know. I mean, everybody has a story. Really, the question is, what are you doing with your story? Are you using it as a tool to help other people, or are you just telling people, I have a story and here it is? Because nobody cares. Everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. She's preaching today. Johnson. I had to chime in because I'm feeling everything that you're saying, and, you know, I know myself and Tanya, I know you can definitely attest to this as well, being a national speaker, being a coach, we need more people to get to where we have been able to get. So I just wanted to encourage you and let you know that I appreciate what you're doing, and I feel like you're incredible. (laughs) She is definitely incredible. Phenomenal. You guys so much. It's it's not me. It's it, listen. It's not me. When I when I talk, it's not me. It is the Most High. And so thank you very much because guess what? He is incredible. Because who I used to be about eleven years ago and who I am now, you wouldn't even recognize the two of us if you sat us right next to each other. Go ahead and say it, girl. I definitely feel you, but I'm definitely appreciating what you're offering tonight, and I hope that everyone who listens to this show back in the archives as well as those who are listening live really take heed to the power and passion that she is just pouring out. I think she was passionate, and she has a commanding voice. Danielle, you going to stay on with us? I sure am. Okay, I'm going to mute you out. Don Johnson, we have run out of time, Miss Lady, but we're going to have you back uh, soon. But I want you to give out your contact information, where you want people to go, and what's coming up for you. Thank you very much. Um, I really appreciate this. Um, my contact information is simply uh, go to selfesteemqueen.com. Again, that's selfesteemqueen.com. And my phone number is easy, toll-free, 877-DAWN-NOW. And that's the way to get in contact with me. I really appreciate it. I'm currently working on a couple of projects. One um, is called the Black Love Cipher. And the Black Love Cipher is when I pretty much get intelligent black people into one room with video cameras, and we really just keep it real or just keep it. And we don't, blog, we don't, we don't talk about blog gossip and things like that. We talk about the diaspora of the black community and how we can provide solutions. And what are uh, you working on that? When is that going to launch? That actually is launching next month, and so if people just uh, stay with selfesteemqueen.com, you'll be able to get all of that information as we go along. Okay. Uh, any books, uh, any uh, conferences you're going to be speaking at pretty soon? Yes, my dear. I actually have two books coming out this year in the second quarter. The first book is the re-release of my story as a teen prostitute, Dear Diary, a Letter to My Sister. And then my mother and I also wrote a book about um, us being estranged, her abandoning me at 14, and then us um, reassessing our relationship friendship 10 years later. And that book is called Continue the Journey, Bridging the Communication Gap Between Parents and the Teens. And that also will be out in the second quarter. Wow, you are a busy, busy woman, but that is great. Listen, that sounds like an awesome show for those blog talk hosts who are booking shows for Mother's Day weekend. That would be a phenomenal story. I'm going to get back with you myself about right. that because it is so important. As And it goes back to the woman-to-woman uh, woman relationships that we didn't have time to talk about, uh, and we're going to talk about it in the third uh, segment about 
how uh, I know I had difficulties with my mom, especially at certain ages, and, and we had to go full circle to, you know, see each other as women, uh, not as mother and daughter, but as women who have hurts and try to uh, talk out those hurts. So I'm excited about that book, Ms. Dawn. Well, thank and you very have, much. Uh, comments in the chat. Somebody, uh, Trina, said powerful and positive. I told you Ms. Dawn Johnson was going to be powerful. You have a commanding, commanding voice, and I pray continue blessings upon you, my sister, and I look forward to the continual connection and just seeing phenomenal things from you. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you allowing me to be on your show, and I can't wait to be on again for something else as phenomenal as this topic. All right. You have a fabulous weekend, and I'm going to mute you out, okay? Hey. Thanks. If you have just joined us, we just had a phenomenal guest, the self-esteem queen, Don Johnson, as we talked about self-esteem and what uh, women need to do uh, to rebuild that self-esteem. Don said something phenomenal. She said, you are the average of the sum of the five people you choose to hang around. I am going to hold on to that and spread that around because that is so true. We are who we hang around. And so if you want to be great, you better hang around great people. If you want to be Fabulous, you need to hang around fabulous people. If you want to uh, build your business, you need to hang around business-minded people. And so uh, right now we're going to take a brief break, and um, then we're going to come back and we're going to talk to Dr. Ford as she tells us how we can uh, learn to appreciate ourselves and rebuild some relationships in our lives. She is the author of the book, I Miss the Hug But Not the Hurt, How to Be Restored, Recover, and Discover Yourself After Codependency. So we will be back in about three to four minutes. May I have your attention, please? Do not attempt to adjust the radio. May I have your attention, please? Do not attempt to adjust the radio. Stay tuned as we bring you this brief announcement. Greetings, family. This is TC of JMJ Live Talk Radio. Stopping by and let you know about our broadcast. You never know what to expect on JMJ Live Talk Radio. We do interviews. We just added Mega Mondays. Also, living a single life and much, much more. You can join us at any time by logging on to www.jfjlivetalkradio.com. Once again, that's www.jfjlivetalkradio.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show or you need more information, please contact this number, 216-539-0630. Again, that's 216 216- 539-0630. Let's unify and take radio to the next level. God bless you. Who's Spike Spielberg? Who? Spike Spielberg? I don't know who that is. Spike who? Spike Spielberg is bringing Hollywood to the Queen City. Y'all know y'all heard of him. We acting like y'all know him. You better know him. You better know. Better recognize. You can check out Spike Spielberg live from the director's chair weeknights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Skeebo Fence. S-K-E-E-B-O-F-I-L-M-S. Or log on to www.spikespielberg.com for more information. 
trying to call her all day. Where is she at? This is the fifth Christmas that he promised that we were going to spend together. And here I am alone. He told me he was going out of town this weekend. But he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. Uh, it's the holiday once again. And I'm trying to call her. She's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. Brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Pick up your copy today. today. We are back. We're talking self-esteem, self-appreciation, and supportive sisterhood. We had just had a phenomenal guest, Don Johnson, the self-esteem queen. Please visit her site at selfesteemqueen.com. It, sound, it is spelled just like it sounds, the selfesteemqueen.com. Uh, she is phenomenal. Read more about her and her upcoming projects, which are going to be just amazing. And so if you really, uh, want to book her, also go to her site. She responds in a timely fashion, so she will be a great guest for your show, a powerful and commanding voice. Uh, um, we have some callers online. We're going to go to the phone lines. We have some people with their hands raised, so we're going to go to 850. And welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Hello. Hi, it's Sandra. <laughs> Hello, Sandra. How are you? I'm good. How are you? All righty. Did you have something to say, or did you just call in early? I called in early because I'm excited. You're excited. <laughs> Wasn't Dawn yes. phenomenal? Oh my god. She definitely was. What what was uh what what excited you about her? I really 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 liked what she said about um be careful who you hang around basically. Yes. Um, Because a lot of times we have people who are afraid to remove people from their circle. We've had a friend that we've always had or, you know, that's my cousin or whoever, and we don't want to remove people. We don't want to be a bad person. But we don't realize that those people might be blocking our blessings. Ooh, sure. Sure enough, is what I'm going to (laughs) say. When people are blocking your blessings, and you know we know it sometimes, Sandra, Uh Sandra, uh, and it's just getting to a point where enough is enough and uh, restructuring your circle. Um, and if you really want to live the life that you're destined to be, you're going to have to do that sometimes because mm-hmm. we fail to realize that people are in our lives for a reason and a season, and sometimes we go far beyond the season mm-hmm. in our life with some friendships and some people. Yes. Do you have anything else? It's like Sandra is going to be with us. Now, is it Sandra or Sandra? It's Sandra, the country way. 
understand. <laughs> she's going to be with us in our third segment, but she is on uh, line and on chat, and she's excited. So we already know when we talk about sisterhood, she's just going to go for it. Hey, Sandra, we're going to mute you out because we're getting ready for our next guest, okay? All righty. All right. Now we come to the point uh, talking about self-appreciation. And sometimes women, we can appreciate so many other people, but we have not learned how to appreciate ourselves. And so we have um, in our next segment Dr. Ford, and I'm going to have her pronounce her first name because I don't want to butcher it, but Dr. T. Ford, she is uh, an author of the book, I, I miss the hugs, but not the hurt. Uh, how to be restored, recovered, and discover yourself after codependency. And she has blessed Real Talk with Tanya White with uh, a couple of copies of her book. So after the show, if you write the show and send us your uh, mailing address, we will give some lucky listeners uh, this wonderful book, I miss the hugs, but not the hurt, which has quickly become one of my favorite books on Tanya's shelf. But let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Ford. She is a multi-gifted international motivational speaker, life coach, teacher, preacher. I knew she was a preacher. Licensed ordained evangelist, published poet, and author. In addition to her many titles, she has been called courageous, an overcomer, and a future world changer. Uh, Her life challenges and triumphs has motivated her to share with others a hope of overcoming present circumstances through acquiring realistic goals and pursuing them through the spiritual and practical teachings of God's Word. Dr. T's commitment to teaching has given her 16 years of experience with working with uh, women, men, and youth. And we have so many things in common I'm excited uh, about her being on the show. I know it's nothing but God who led us uh, to her, but so we're going to click Dr. T on Real Talk with Tanya White. Hello, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Is this Dr. Ford? Hello? Hello? Yes, is this Dr. Ford? No. No. no, Let, Let me mute you out. Dr. Ford has just shown up. We have, our lines are blowing up, too. All right, now. Dr. Ford. Yes, Tanya. Hello, how are you? Okay, how are you doing? I am fabulous. I'm excited to meet you. Are you here? Yes, and your book, I Miss the Hugs But Not the Hurt, has become one of my favorites on my shelf. But, But before we get to this book, Dr. T, tell the Real Talk audience who you are in your own words. Well, I call myself an inspirator. I'm an inspirator. I'm a teacher. I'm anointed. I'm appointed. I'm called. I'm chosen. I'm God's vessel of honor. That's who I am. That's who you are. That's who I am. Dr. T, let's get right into this book. Okay. The Hugs, But Not the Hurts. Where did you come up with this, uh, the inspiration for this book? Love it. I love it. You want to know where the title came from? Yes. Well, there was a young man that I used to date. Okay. And whenever he came to the house, he always gave me these bear hugs. Mm-hmm. But he was afraid of getting close, Tanya. He was—he had these issues about getting close. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He took me on this roller coaster ride. Ooh. So he loved the hug, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. he didn't want to get close. So mm-hmm. I came to the conclusion, I said, you know, I love the hugs, but I don't like the hurts. Wow. So that's where the title came from. I miss the hugs, but not the hurts. The hurts. I got tired of going through the same roller coaster rides over and over again. I got tired of making the same mistakes with the same type of guys. 
Well, listen, that sounds like the premise for my book, Relationship Reruns, How to Uh-oh. Break the Cycle of Choosing right, the Wrong People <laughs> for the Right Reason. There you go. I was on that emotional roller coaster. That's, what, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what so I'm trying to tell times. you. So uh-huh. many times. So let's, we're going to talk straight from some of these chapters. Uh, these are powerful chapters. Thank so you. if you could just tell us, give us some little nuggets, tell us the, the purpose, however you want to flow, Dr. T., flow on Real Talk with Tanya White, okay? All right, we'll do it. All right, chapter one, it says, Lord, why do I keep attracting the wrong men? <laughs> why do Tanya, we do that as women? I, I, you know what, I'm going to tell you something. People always say that opposites attract. I don't believe that. I believe uh-huh. that likeness attracts. I believe that you attract what's in you. So yes, if you're downtrodden, if you have a low self-esteem, if you have self-esteem issues, if, you, if you're going back and forth within yourself, you're going to attract men the same way. You're going to attract men just like you. Now, now people may not believe that, but I, like I said before, that you're, going, you're like a magnet. Mm-hmm. You're like an emotional and spiritual magnet. So whatever's in you, that's what you're going to attract. Yes. Uh, and I'm, I wrote that in my book. It's in you. What, whatever you have in your life, it's because you want it there and it's attracted to you. That's right. If you want to do, if you want different results, you oh have to do God. something different. And that's what I did with my life. I kept asking myself, now wait a minute. Why <laughs> is it that I keep attracting the same type of man? That's the team. Look at the we man. got the same life. So, you know what I'm saying? So I had to take a look in the mirror and say, wait a minute. There's something wrong with you. When yes. you change yourself, the men that come into your life will be different. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that something? That's that, what I said. It's so simple, though, Dr. It, it, it's so simple. <laughs> it's very simple. You don't have to be a genius to figure that out. Oh, my goodness. Come on now. now. Let, let, let's talk about self-appreciation. Cause okay. Choosing the wrong people is because goes back to that appreciating ourselves. Why do women, we can say that we appreciate everybody else, but when it comes to ourselves, we don't by the relationships we choose, by the uh, things we do, by the goals we do not reach. Give us three reasons why women, it, it's hard for women to really, truly appreciate themselves because you really can't appreciate others until you learn uh, how to honestly appreciate yourself. You know, I, I really do believe that the reason why we do this is because, you know, society has taught us from the sense to children you know, that we're supposed to be nurturers. You know what I'm saying? We have mm-hmm. our little baby dolls, and we hold mm-hmm. our little baby dolls. You know what I'm saying? So we want to nurture them. We're taught that we're supposed to be a uh, help meet, you know what I'm saying, which is something mm-hmm. wrong with that. But we don't understand that we have equal roles. We're not subservient to the man. We're equal to him. But unfortunately, we've been taught through, through religion, uh, through uh, uh, the wrong type of teachings, that we're supposed to be helpers, but in helping, we enable, okay? And the third thing is that because we don't understand that we are entitled to the best, okay? For some reason, we feel like by, by, by asserting ourselves and wanting more, there's something wrong with that. We, we call ourselves being selfish, but you're not being selfish. Right. All you're doing is preserving what is rightfully yours. Yes. And so you, can't, you, you cannot possibly take care of somebody else, help somebody else achieve their dream if you haven't done the same for yourself. That is because so true. What's going to happen is you're going to start being resentful. <laughs> you're going to go through so many other negative emotions. So that's right. That's, that's why you, somebody said, you need to be your star player in your on your team of life. This is what I learned. This is one of the reasons why I believe that, you know, I don't know if you got a chance to read my second book, but they both tie in. You know, because of 
I had an opportunity to uh, uh, go through a, a, a cancer ordeal, and I came out of victoriously, but I learned that the reason why I went through that is because I was very bitter. And I had a lot of stress in my life. And but see, I can't blame anybody but me. I put myself through that because I did not know how to love me first. In fact, the Word of God says, how can you even love your neighbor if you don't even love you? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a pseudo-love. You want to have a true love, not a pseudo-love. So if I'm loving you more than I love me, then what I'm dishing out, it's not good. It's, it's like it's tainted. It's, it's, it's bitter. It's poisonous. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. too many people are giving out that pseudo poisonous, destructive love. Mm-hmm. That goes to your chapter five, the one in, five. In, the mir- in the mirror. That's right. Talk about that because it's so important to look at yourself, not the physical but the spiritual and emotional side. Talk about Sonia, every single day. Now, you may not believe this, but every single day I give myself a self-examination. I ask myself through every ordeal, what did I learn from that? And when I look at myself in the mirror, I tell myself I want to be the best that I can be at all times. When I make a mistake, I'm big enough to say I'm sorry. When I'm at fault, I'm big enough to go to that person and say, hey, it was my fault, I did the wrong thing. Every day I ask God, God, show me me. Show me the areas that I need to improve. Because when I get involved with a man, I want him to know that I am a whole and total woman. I'm not coming half-stepping. I'm not coming wounded and bruised and abused. I'm coming whole. I'm coming right. I'm coming with purpose. And when you look in the mirror, that's the only way that you can assess yourself. Because when you look in the mirror, you're constantly standing before yourself and you're saying, look, I don't like that person. This is the thing I need to do to change. And also the chapter I have, you got to be the one to get the one. Oh, that also we're going to get to that, Dr. T. Yes. He's got a whole 25 more minutes with Dr. T. So if you just joined us and you want to ask Dr. T. Ford, and I call you Dr. T. Yes, you can. You may call me Dr. T. <laughs> Dr. T. Uh, T. Call 347-215-6446. Our lines are blowing up, Dr. T. Uh-oh. I don't know if you're just <laughs> listening, but if you want to say something, press number one so that we know you want to chime in. We have a uh, a great number of people in the chat like to say hello to Spike Spielberg, Trina Martini, all the guests, uh, and Jay, Virtue for Me, everybody. If you have a, a question or comment, please call us at 347 215 6446, we have a call from the self-esteem queen herself. Hello, Miss Dawn. Hold on, Dr. T. Is she there? I also have had a cancer issue. Okay. Okay. And, you know, the one thing that I realized, I actually am supposedly still living with it right now as we speak. It's a stage three. And what I realized is that um, the years that I spent abusing my body and letting men abuse my body, it was only appropriate that my cancer be in the ovaries. All right. So, that makes so a lot of you, sense. So, so what you said was just, you know, when, when I let go of the bitterness, the bitterness, the anger, the resentment. It's like, I mean, I just want you to know you are so on fire right now. I am just enjoying listening to you. (laughs) Don, let me just share this with you. The cancer that I had was in my chest. I had a tumor in my chest the size of a large lemon. Mm. And when I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease, I was in the fourth and last stage of the cancer. And God spoke to my heart. And he said, think it not strange. They found a tumor near your heart because I was bitter. Mm-hmm. I was very bitter. I had a lot of hatred in my heart. I was very bitter. I had a lot of stress. 
So that's where my cancer started, right near my heart. Wow. So what you said about your ovary, you were abusing yourself as a woman. You took the very thing, the very fruit that God gave you to, to, to replicate, to, to reproduce, to give life. You took that and you abused it. So that's where your cancer came from. Now, we can't prove that scientifically, but on a spiritual level, I'm, t- I'm in tune to you, girl. We're on the same page. We're on the same so page. I just, and I, I just wanted to say that you can mute me again, but I just wanted to say that I'm really enjoying hearing you. Oh, thank you very much, Don. Thank you so much. All right. We thank you, Don, for your comment. Thank you. Listen, we, we we talk real talk and it is our goal here to change your no I can't attitudes into yes I can action and that's why this show is uniquely and strategically designed. All the guests are no accident. We take much time, much prayer into orchestrating a powerful show because each show we want you to get up and say, Yes, I can do all things that I am designed to do. Dr. T, let's go to some other favorite chapters of mine. Okay, no problem. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't know what chapter it was in, but it was talking about, let's talk about educated women. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> mm, Dr. T, me and you got so many similarities, I'm going to have to talk to you all. Hey, are we twins? Oh, what? we met in Listen, we are Okay. Twins. Everybody calls me doctor. My name is Tanya. And I'm like, I don't even have a PhD yet. But, Uh-oh. Uh, okay. But I like the story you gave. You was uh, teaching a group and uh, a gentleman in your class. Can you yes. talk about that? And yes. it brought me back to a chapter in my book, Relationship Reruns, about dating down, how sometimes women and men, no, the person is nice, but they're not compatible for us. But right. we date down, we downsize who we are, downsize our, our, our boundaries, our standards, just to be in a relationship. Talk about that for a minute. Well, you know, that's where I was for many, many years, Tanya. Mm-hmm. You know, I was... Very, very lonely. You know, I had just uh, gotten back from Africa. I wanted to reconcile with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't happen. There was a great big void there. So that's when this e, this uh, escapade started, I want to call it. You know, we, we mm-hmm. went on this roller coaster escapade with these relationships, and I was trying to find someone to fill that void. And, and not only that, let me just say this, too. Although I am a degreed person, an educated person, as you would say, mm-hmm. but that has nothing to do with my emotions. See, a lot of people right. think that because you're educated that you should be on the same level in your emotions. Exactly. That's not true. That's, That's not what I want, because you to, a woman, I want you to talk about that. Right. Yeah. Every woman wants to feel like she belongs to a man, because mm-hmm. that's how God designed it from originally. God designed the woman. God going to make you upset with me. Don't get upset with me, women, okay? But it's the truth anyhow. God, although you may have a call in your life, you may be mighty and all of that, but your original design is to be a helper, uh, 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 I was trying to say a a companion to a man. So therefore, it's in, it's an eight. It's something inside of you that says, I need to belong to someone. Okay? And when that is not, when that void is, is not filled, then you, call, you find yourself uh, lurking and looking in all the wrong places. My mother used to always tell me as a little girl when I was growing up, she said, baby, she said, loneliness makes strange friends and strange bedfellows. Mm-hmm. And that's true. When you are lonely and that void is there, it doesn't matter how many degrees you have. Right. You have a urge to be loved. You have an urge mm-hmm. to belong to someone. And that's what happened in my life. I was in the workplace, and these particular men, they were all grown. They were grown men. And mm-hmm. some of these were very handsome. Uh, some of these men were uh, uh, very smart. They were not educated men, but they were smart. Right, and that right. intrigued me, and they knew exactly. They were street smart, Tanya. Right. They knew exactly what to say to me to push those Blue things. Thing. 
Listen. They don't have to put it, oh, you're fine. Ooh. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you got it going on. Those are things that my ego wanted to hear. They stroked me emotionally. And yes. that's why I fell for the okie doke, as they say. Yeah. But when I found out when I was with these men, they were no longer stimulating to me in any way. They were stimulating spiritually. They were not stimulating uh, psychologically. And they were not stimulating uh, physically. They yeah. were not. And I found out, I found myself really settling for less. And I said, why are you doing this? Because I felt that the kind of man that I really wanted, I could not obtain him. So it's also part that's, of having low self-esteem. Yes, and that's what I'm talking about. Is, uh, because I know for so many years I've always been educated or yes. driven. My parents instilled that in me. So I love education. I call yes. myself a lifelong student. And so uh, when I found myself uh, surrounded by people uh, who were not uh, challenging me to be my best, and I was always in school for something, uh, yes. Matt got two masters. I need to go get. But they were like, "Why are you getting all this education? You'll never." And they always say, "You'll never find a husband because you're too uh, intelligent. You got too much education." So for a while, I deterred from there what I loved. There you go. Because, like you said, every woman yes. has that need. That's right. To belong and to like I tell everybody, I love the male species and I yes. love the way God has encrafted men to not only just love and protect you, but men speak life into women. Yes. If you yes. don't know it, men, you do speak life yes. into women. You give birth to women, and you have a power that you don't know of. And so when uh, I heard this constantly, 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 and that's why I found when, you, when I read your uh, illustration, I was like, okay, I'm not the only one because, no. like you said, uh, people know what you need, and that's, that's right. why I'm saying when on the other side, when you see somebody and you think that they're successful uh, in their uh, education or their profession, they that's still right. need affirmation. That's right. They still need to be encouraged. That's right. And but you know, my problem too is that I had female friends who always told me that I want too much. Oh, you have to say that. You got to lower your standards, girl. If you want somebody that's going to be in your life, you're going to have to get yourself a blue-collar worker or get yourself uh, somebody who's just an average guy, or you're going to be alone, or you want a man with an attache case. You want a man with a three-piece suit. You want a man, you know. My friends told me this. I yeah, said, well, you're right, Dr. T. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is, I said to myself, maybe, I, maybe you're right. Maybe I do want too much. So I lowered my yeah, standards. Exactly. Because I wanted to have someone in my life. Yeah. And I found out through doing that, I still did the wrong thing. And don't misunderstand me. If, anybody, if any men are listening, I am not putting down blue-collar workers, or please. Right. No, no, no. I'm no. not saying that. There's nothing wrong with an honest day's work. But I'm just saying that a lot of times when we associate or we um, – a uh, hookup with somebody that's not on an educational level, it may be a challenge in that area. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's all I'm saying. But now if a woman yes. wants to be with somebody who's a blue-collar worker, there's nothing wrong with that. But remember now, ladies, if you get with that guy, don't always throw your education in his face. Remember, exactly. you chose him. He chose exactly. you. Make it work. Make it work. Talk to and that, and make and it work. Vice versa for men because uh, men choose women that are not compatible. I like to say compatible. Yeah. Uh, because you don't have to have a degree to be compatible no, you don't. Uh, intellectually. No, you, don't. you don't have That's to right. have money to be compatible financially, but you have to have compatibility. You have to be in the same flow. And when you are dating somebody who is not in your flow, oh, my, my, That my, goes back my. to my chapter. you got to be the one 
to get the one, right? You got to be the one to get the one. It's just like, let's take our president, okay? Now, we look at the First Lady Michelle, all right? Now, I believe she has it going on. But now, if she was one of those fly-by-night coochie-coochie mamas, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I don't think Barack would have taken her home, okay? Right. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I don't think so. You see my point? Right. You got to be the one. They're, they're one. compatible when it comes That's what I'm to, to tell emotion, you. when it comes to uh, education. They know how to complement one another That's and what let about. everybody uh, flow. Everybody <laughs> has to flow. Yeah. That's why you have to be compatible spiritually, okay? Yeah. You have to be compatible emotionally. That's why I made the statement earlier about choosing the wrong one. See, I don't want the I don't want the listening audience to think that choosing the wrong one means just getting with a guy who might be out in the street. There are men who are educated who might be the wrong one. Okay, there are mm-hmm. men who have six making six figures. Okay, who may be the wrong one. You want to choose someone who has the same life goals as you have. You want somebody with the same type of background. Um, if you're a family-oriented woman, you want to choose a man that's family-oriented. Yes. If you're a woman who you know that you are, are, are goal-oriented and you want to do great things, don't get with a couch potato who doesn't want to do anything. Yes. You'll be miserable. I don't care how fine he is. I know that's right. You understand what I'm saying? And that's where I think we mess up. And then one thing women do that I don't like, don't try and change the man. If you brought, if you got him like that, that man, don't be trying to change that man. He is what he is. So if you don't like what he is, don't get with it. Exactly, and it goes back to and it goes like the same thing with women. Yes, it goes back to what you said. Look at the woman in the mirror and stop listening to all those people around you. Sometimes, if you just join us, we're talking about self appreciation. Dr. T's book, I Miss the Hugs but Not the Hurts: How to Be Restored, Recovered, and Discover Yourself After. Codependency. All right, Dr. T, we're going to chuck right along. Um, let's go. Uh, yesterday is dead. Today is born. What is that yes. chapter about? Tell you us. You know, um, when I got to the, the last part of the book, you have to get to the point in your life where you realize, okay, I made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. I, I really did blow it here. But how long are you going to continue to browbeat yourself? Mm-hmm. And how long are you going to continue to let others browbeat yourself? You have to forgive yourself and forgive those who offended you. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be able to forget all, all of a sudden because it's going to be a process. It didn't, it didn't come overnight that you got in this place. It's not going to take overnight for you to leave this place, but you've got to get to the place where you realize that, that I'm no longer that person. People meet me all the, t- all the time with my book, and sometimes men may approach me the wrong way, and they think I'm still that girl. And I'll tell her, hey, you know what? I'm not that girl anymore. Now, now if you got me 20 years ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I may have been that girl. But right now, I love me. I'm yeah. content being by myself. Don't misunderstand me. I want to be with somebody, but I want to be with the right one. And I have let go of my past dealings. I don't, I don't think the same way. I don't want the same things. I don't live in the past anymore. I'm looking forward to the future. I'm looking forward to meeting the mark and doing what God made me to do. I'm looking forward to being with someone that can walk by my side. I'm looking forward. I am anticipating being found. I'm not looking. I'm anticipating being found. Yes. And that is so true. If you have a question or a comment, we have a lot of people online. Press number one so you can join in. If you have a comment, a question for Dr. T, we would love to hear from you. Big ups to everybody in the chat, Queens of Media, Hospitality Diva, all the guests, True View, 
Radio, Trina, Blissful Elegant, Sandra Miles, who will be on our last segment, Anna J, Spike Spielberg, trying to make sure I didn't miss anybody, and Tasib. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about self-esteem, self-appreciation, and supportive sisterhood. We're talking to Dr. T. Ford right now. Uh, she's the author of I Miss the Hugs But Not the Hurt. Dr. T., Let's talk about how can a, a woman really learn to appreciate herself so that she can therefore really appreciate others. I believe that a woman can really learn to appreciate herself when she realizes that the band upstairs, when God created her, he made her with much precision. We see, a lot of times we want to measure ourselves by ourselves. But when we measure ourselves by how he sees us, and remember, he sees us as being good. He sees us as being whole. He sees us as being beautiful and wonderful. When we begin to assess ourselves by his standards and stop comparing ourselves with other women, or should I say with mankind, Mm -hmm. then we can begin to love ourselves. Because, see, we have so many images out there, you know, what they, what the world calls beautiful, what the world calls sexy, what the world calls got it going on. But when we, when we begin to, to come outside of that realm and look at the spirit realm and begin to see ourselves being made in God's image, which is good, which is beautiful, which is wonderful, which is excellent, that's how we assess ourselves. That's how we can begin to like ourselves, begin to love ourselves, because we begin to see ourselves through his eyes and not measure ourselves through man's eyes. That is so true. You you have to, I, I tell people they have to define their own, get their own definition of beauty and success, because if you keep looking at what society tells you, That's right. you will be messed up if you're You'll not what up. they say. You'd be and messed so, up. And that takes a long time to really get to that point and say, you know what, I'm not going to look to the left, to the right. I'm going to look up to God because and when you go back to the word, those who are, are Christians know that God said we are fearfully and wonderfully made That's in right. his eyes. That's and right. So we are we, fearfully and wonderfully made. And for many years I used to compare myself to different friends. You know, yeah. Because I am, I am a, a very, I am what you call a, a statuette woman. Uh-huh. Okay, and I have a, a, a couple of friends who are very petite. Mm-hmm. And I used to always think they were the epitome of femininity because they were small and petite, and I was always tall and statuette. So I didn't think that I was beautiful. But then it took, it took me years to realize that, you know, it doesn't matter whether I'm petite, whether I'm small, whether I'm large or small. You know, it doesn't make any difference. What matters is what's on the inside because I began to look at the inner person, and I realized that there are a lot of people who liked me for me. It had nothing yeah. to do with how I looked on the outside. Now, the outside, if I, if the outside is beautiful, too. You saw my picture. I'm not an ugly woman, okay? Right. But yes. no, not that's the added for the mama. The mama used to always tell me as a little girl, she said, pretty is, is mm-hmm. pretty does. So when you mm-hmm. act pretty on the inside, it will illuminate on the outside. Right. And that's where, my, that's where my standards lie, right there, being beautiful on the inside so that I could be beautiful on the outside. Wow, we have a great comment in the chat from Queens of Media. She says, I enjoy being perfectly imperfect. Yes. And that is so true, Queens of Media, perfectly imperfect. If you just joined us, we're talking to Dr. T. Ford, the author of the awesome book, I Miss the Hugs But Not the Hurt. We're talking about self-appreciation right now and uh, how women can learn to appreciate themselves. Dr. T., our time is quickly coming to an end, and you have been a phenomenal, phenomenal guest, and we're going to have you back. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tanya. 
But before we go, I want you to, whatever you want to impart into the Real Talk audience about uh, self-esteem, self-appreciation, or true, uh, finding true sisterhood so that we can be the best possible woman that God created us to be, what can you tell the listening All I want to do is tell the listening audience is be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Know that you have a purpose. Know that God is not caught off guard. Whatever you have done in your past is under the water. It's under the blood. Know yeah. that whatever you are going after, God has your back. And you do not need to be validated by any man. The only person that needs to validate you is God. Begin mm-hmm. to see yourself the way he sees you. As, as Tanya said, you're fearfully and you're wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. And whatever your goals are, go after them with a vengeance. Begin to chase your purpose down, and I promise you, your purpose will not let you down because it will be with you in everything you do. God is with you in everything you do. Purpose is the answer. Goals are the answer. Love is the answer. When you keep those three things in mind, purpose, your goals, and love, you can accomplish anything in this world. And also, buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, go to Borders.com, go to BarnesandNoble.com, and you can also find my book at TanishaiFord.com. That's T-U-N-I-S-H-I-A-I, Ford, F-O-R-D.com. Thank you very much, Latanya. Thank you so much for having me on the show. If somebody want to book you, they they can go right to your website, right? They can go right to my my website, yes, or they may call me at 734-362. Eight five four one. I am available for speaking, and I would love to be uh, uh, part of your group, your, your your woman's group conference, whatever it is you want to do. I can be there. Listen. Seven three four three six two eight five four one. Thank you. Book Dr. T. Dr. T. You have been phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you so much. It's a really pleasure meeting you. Yes, and we're going to stay connected, and I'm going to follow up with you later and try to book you again, Dr. T. But please, I look forward to it. We're going to have a Dr. T hour. Yes, let's do this. I'm I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. You heard that that listening audience, right? I'm going to hold you to that. (laughs) One thing about Tanya White, Dr. T, I do what I say I'm going to do. And I'm going to do that, and I'm going to follow up with you. Uh, You have a fantastic rest of the evening and a fabulous weekend. We have been enriched by your Thank wisdom. You. Thank uh-huh. you so much. Have a good Thank night. Thank you. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, we are talking about self-esteem, self-appreciation, and sisterhood. The first hour was uh, Don Johnson, the self-esteem queen. Uh, she phenomenal, phenomenal. If you missed it, you need to go listen to the archives. I can't even, I can't even conjure up the magnificent thing she said. Dr. T. Ford just got off the line with us, and she is the author of I Miss the Hugs But Not the Hurt. We are gearing up for our last segment with Sandra Miles, and she's going to talk about sisterhood. But before we go there, we're going to take a break. Dr. T. uh, gave us a nugget of wisdom and said that, women, we need to recognize our beauty, understand that we are beautiful, and I'm going to play one of my favorite, favorite songs by Fantasia. I feel beautiful. I have been playing this song for my niece, Emery, since she was six years old. So every time she hears this song, she just goes into a swoon and it goes into a spirit because I want my niece, even at two, to know that she's beautiful. So when she goes out and somebody tells her otherwise, she can reject that. So listen to this 
fabulous song, I Feel Beautiful. And then when we come back, we're going to take some callers. If you want to comment on anything on the show, please press 1. We would love to hear from you. Listen to I Feel Beautiful by Fantasia. That is my favorite song, me and my beautiful niece, Emery. We always listen to that song when we're out and about. And when it comes to that last part, we go into a high song and try to sing like her, but we don't sound like her. But 
we do know that we feel beautiful, and you should know that you are beautiful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Men and women alike, God loves you. You are unique design with beauty inside and out. If you just joined us, we're talking about self-esteem, self-appreciation, and sisterhood. We have had a phenomenal show, and we are gearing up for our last segment, uh, talking about supportive sisterhood. But before we go there, just remember to visit TanyaWhite.com, uh, T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color, dot com. Sign up for Tanya's tip newsletter. Uh, it is free, and it's an inspirational, uh, motivational uh, newsletter that gives you tips for today that will definitely transform your tomorrow. Also, you can purchase one of one of my books, How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, or Relationship Reruns. They will bless your life. Uh, and you can, if you're on the uh, Real Talk site right now, you can just click right there, purchase one of those books. Uh, and also just check out all the things we have coming up. We also have a Real Talk testimonial line that you can call, and I will give you that number in just a moment when I find it. Um, also, uh, we love uh, promoting commercials on here. So if you have a commercial for your show, your upcoming event, please shoot us an email at Real Talk with Tanya White. Um, and we will uh, get that on for you. We do have a caller right now from the 407 area code. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 407. How are you? Hello? Area code 407? Yes, I'm fine. How are you? Fine. How are you doing? Well, I got a little bit of a cold, but I'm okay. Okay. Do you have a comment or a question? Actually, I was calling listening to the BFBC interview. Oh, okay. You pressed your hand up. We're going to get to that in about four minutes, so I'm going to mute you out, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Everybody is gearing up for the last segment. Uh, but before we go uh, to introducing Sandra Miles, I'm going to put the incredible one on the spot because I just want to hear her beautiful voice and her comments. Ms. Danielle. Yes, ma'am. How are you? I'm incredible. As always. As you, always. What So far, the show, how has it blessed you? You have been online the whole time, so I know it's some good information. Absolutely. I, I think one of the things that you said, Tanya, which – just strikes me every single time how you have successfully managed to impart into individuals that call into this show and strategically design the content by picking the most incredible, the most phenomenal speakers and um, interviewees to pull it all together. I think that you do an absolutely incredible job at everything that you do, and I think what I've gotten out of this the most for myself is just continued confirmation. You know, God gives you, he gives you a task. He spells it out. He makes it clear what it is that he has for you to do. And sometimes, especially when you are a speaker and a coach and, and your job is to empower and motivate others, you feel like you're an island. Mm -hmm. And That's one of the cute. things that I love about Dawn, the self-esteem queen, as well as uh the last guest, and I don't want to mispronounce her name, so um, I'm just going to – she knows who she is. She was absolutely phenomenal. Dr. P. Dr. P., okay. Um, one of the things that I, I just truly enjoyed about both of what they had to say is that the stories that we have to impart as speakers, as coaches, as inspirators, as Dr. P. said, our story is the same. And if I can go back to what the self-esteem queen 
said earlier, everyone has a story, but how are we able to take our story and change lives for the better? And, you know, at Incredible One Enterprises, that's what we're doing, and I'm just so excited to hear Tanya White doing it, to hear the Self-Esteem Queen doing it, to hear Dr. P doing it, and I know the guests that you will continue to have on this show will have that mission and that platform to truly empower and to reshape the minds and shift paradigms, and that just, it keeps me excited, and so that's why I haven't been able to hang up because it's been absolutely incredible, um, and I'm just thoroughly enjoying it. So if I can say anything to the listeners again on on um, how to, to just really take a hold of what Tanya is doing on this show, change that I can't to an I can, and put yourself in a position where you can truly dream the incredible if you so endeavor to just shift your mindset. Yes. Remember that expansion creates exposure to the possibility of potential that will allow you to live in passion, abundance, confidence, and expectation. Awesome. Danielle, can you please tell our listening audience when your incredible show is going to launch and that you, when you are going to be one of those commanding voices that's going to wreck blog talk? Yes, I'm so excited. We are launching an incredible moment with Danielle in April, and our first show is Wednesday, April the 1st at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and our theme in the month of April is Shower Me Incredible, and so we've got See the Incredible, Attract the Incredible, Speak the Incredible, Dream the Incredible, and Do Do the Incredible. The five weeks in April, we are going to shower you incredible so that we can put you in a position to really maximize your life and decide that I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired and I am ready to find my passion and define my purpose. I'm ready to achieve and believe in abundance. I want to consistently increase my confidence, and I want to unleash my levels of expectation. Wow. Listen, y'all just only got a tip of the iceberg what to expect from Miss Darnielle's show. Tune in what days and time Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Be sure we're going to have her back to just promo her show and hope give her back as a co-host because she is incredible, as her name says. Danielle, you have been incredible, as you say, and I'm going to mute you out because we have to talk about sisterhood. And I know All right. You, I know you're going to have something to say, so press 1 if you have something to say, okay? Okay. All right. Now we're getting ready for our last segment. We're talking about self-esteem, self-appreciation, and uh, finding true sisters to form a sisterhood. Those are three things I believe that every woman needs to uh, live their absolute best life. And so we have on the line right now Sandra Mills, and we're going to put her on. She has been on line the entire show, and we're excited, and we're so grateful. Hello, Miss Sandra. How are you? I am amazing. How are you? Fantastic. This has been an incredible, phenomenal, fantastic show. We have a lot of people online. They're just sitting online. They they don't want to say anything, Sandra. They're just sitting online. (laughs) That was my people. I know that's who they are. (laughs) They're your people. Well, look, that's what sisterhood is about. Before we get into that, tell us who you are in your own words. Well, in my own words, I am Sandra Miles, uh, currently the National Executive Director of the Black Female Development Circle, and I am a powerful, positive, wonderful individual, and honestly, not too many people can tell me anything else about me, so I'll stop there. (laughs) Well, listen, 
we are just excited that you're on this show. And we're talking about sisterhood. In your definition, Ms. Sandra, what is true sisterhood? How can you define that? What does that look like? Because a lot of us think we're, we're, we have true sisters or friends and come to find out that they're really not. So what is your definition of forming a true, sincere, uh, trustworthy sisterhood? Well, honestly, I think a true sisterhood is a sisterhood without fear, where you don't mm-hmm. have to be afraid to say the things that are really on your mind, where you don't have to be afraid to comment on your sister or tell your sister what's going on in her life, but also where you are not afraid to hear her response. Just because mm-hmm. I tell you something about you doesn't mean that you have to accept it. And as your friend and as your sister, I have to be willing to let you be you and disregard the things that I think I'm giving you even though I'm trying to help. If you don't want it, then sisterly, I have to be okay with that. It's not about, you know, me working with you and helping you and you just taking everything that I have to give like I'm this wonderful, you know, perfect individual. It's more about working together and growing together and accepting our sisters for who they are regardless of, you know, if we like it. Now, um, that doesn't mean that you just have to let someone run over you or let someone always disregard your feelings, but it's supposed to be mutual. It's supposed to be a give and take. Sometimes I give, sometimes I take, sometimes I don't. Mm -hmm. So where where does... How does one develop that? Because a lot of people, as Don said in her first segment, you know, when you speak, and no matter how soft and tactful you are, when you speak truth to somebody who doesn't want to hear it, mm-hmm. uh, offense comes. And so mm-hmm. that really, uh, as I mature and become seasoned uh, and really understand what friendship, relationships, healthy ones look like, when somebody gets offended and, first of all, you say, I love you and, you can tell me anything, but when I do, you cut me off or you offend it. That gives me a sign that something's wrong and, I, and the sisterhood cannot, uh, you know, truly blossom. How does one deal with that? How can one deal with that uh, when somebody gets offended or uh, doesn't want to hear what their sister has to say? Well, I would say um, you have to give people second and third chances. Let's yeah. say I'm talking to you and I give you my opinion and you don't like it and you're offended and now you're mad. Mm-hmm. I should give you a day or so to cool off and we mm-hmm. can revisit the conversation. Now, after we revisit the conversation, you come back at me yelling and screaming and you're still angry and you can't you you refuse to process or you're not able to articulate to me why you disagree. You just want to yell and scream and, and pick a fight. Then right. that's one of those situations that you might have to remove yourself from because as you said, as you grow and mature, you mm-hmm. realize that um, you you participate in, in your sisterhood or, or in different situations in different ways. And if you continue to grow in a way that allows you to, to tell the truth to your friend, even though it might hurt their feelings, but they aren't continuing to grow, then what you're going to do is allow them to hold you back. Because your your next response, if you want to keep that relationship, is, well, next time I won't say the truth. Mm. And it's, and that's not that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's not healthy. It's exactly. like you're suppressing who you are, and you're actually suppressing and uh, leading people into danger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because when you don't tell people how you feel or give them warning, not not to say when you give them warning that they have to accept it, but just, you know, say, I love you, and this is what I see. I think that you might need to reconsider. Um, yeah. It goes back to that the F word that we talked about a couple of shows ago, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes. 
and that is a, that's a continuous learning process of forgiveness because we have not been acclimated to that as a society either. Right. Listen, tell us about your organization that you are the national executive director over. Well, I am uh, very proud to be the executive director of the Black Female Development Circle, Incorporated. Mm -hmm. Our mission is to educate, explore, enhance, and celebrate womanhood. And we have three major principles that we focus on in all of our activities, uh, self-actualization and improvement, belief Ooh, in a higher wait a minute, power. Sandra, don't uh -oh, I'll, stop. I'll stop. You I'm just sorry. said that <laughs> self-actualization word that is dear to me. Explain mm -hmm. that to, to our audience who may not understand what that is. Okay, well, um, self-actualization is, is exactly what it sounds like, knowing who you are and being okay with it. Mm. Not um, and, and the improvement piece, because that, that particular principle is two-part, the improvement piece is the parts of you that you realize about yourself that you aren't necessarily excited about, you can mm -hmm. improve those things. But knowing who you are, we have a philanthropy within BFDC called Yes, I Am, All That, promoting positive Yes, I am all that. I yes, am a bad mama <laughs> And <laughs> it, it, has, it has multiple meaning because, you know, people will try to cut you down by saying, oh, you think you all that. Well, you yeah, right. I am all that. But the, the double meaning to it is I'm a lot of things. I'm happy. Yes. I'm confident. I'm lovable. I, I'm easily frustrated. I can be controlling. I'm cranky if you wake me up too early in the morning. But mm -hmm. And even though I am all those things, I'm still a positive person, and I still have a lot to contribute to society. So self-actualization is knowing who you are so nobody can, quote-unquote, tell you about yourself, because that's what people yeah. love to do. They want to oh, tell you about yourself. Okay, well, you can't tell me nothing about me. <laughs> yeah, because I already know. I'm already dealing with You know, and that was how my first book, How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, came in to play, because I was like, why am I dealing with all these difficult people? Well, the Lord just sweetly and gently said to me, baby girl, because... <laughs> You were mm -hmm. difficult, too. Mm -hmm. But let's look at you and see how you want people to deal with you, and yes. then you deal with people that way. Exactly. So that is so true. Hey, Sandra, I think yes. we have one of your peeps on the phone, 754, right. and we're going to click them on. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 754. How are you? Hi. Hello. Hi, Sandra. Hey, Kim. <laughs> Kim um, is actually, Kim is our, uh, on our national board also. She's the national director for special projects. Okay. Kim, welcome yeah. to Real Talk with Tanya White. Thank you for having me on here. I'm glad I got clicked in. I was worried I wasn't going to get to say anything. <laughs> now, listen, our lines are full, and it's probably all your peaks. Tell us how you've been enriched by uh now, give me the name again. I have it written down, Sandra. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Black B Female Development Circle. Yeah, black, because I, I just go by the initials. Black B Female De yes, Development Circle, which is unique, because we have been programmed to think that black women can't get along with each other. Oh, that's so, nice. <laughs> Kim, tell us how you've been enriched by this organization. Well, um, well, I, I, I grew up in a family of, of all boys and just me, and I'm the baby. And wow. so I never, I don't have any sisters, and um, so I always had a hard time trying to fit in with the boys and, you know, growing up. So, you know, of course, as I got older, that got old, and mm -hmm. I needed to become a lady, and 
So it was difficult for me to try and transition and try and find friends who were females and, you know, and um, find close friends, you know, make mm-hmm. friends that were females. Um, so when I got to UC, I went to the University of Central Florida in Orlando, Florida. Okay. And there I, I learned about the Black Female Development Circle, Incorporated. And um, when I, as soon as I was introduced to the organization, um, I, I just, I, I can't explain how, why I felt the way I did about it, but it was just like, I just felt as if it was sort of like I, I had sisters from the beginning. You know, because we all we, we have this thing, and I'm sorry if Sandra, if you've already spoke about um, how we have the sister to sister at the no, end of I our. Haven't. Okay, well, um, we we hold meetings um, from occasionally, and um, at the end of each meeting, before we close out, we always would have this um, ses- part of it where we would say, okay, it's called sister to sister, and we would, you know, then just. Uh, talk about what our feelings were, if our feelings were hurt, or if we have something to say to to one of the other young ladies in the group, or, you know, if there's anything that needs to be said before we leave the room, we would say it at that point. And it's almost mm-hmm. like, you know, you would feel better because you are, you know that they're not going to leave the room talking about it or mm-hmm. mad with you because they're sharing it right then and there, and there's no secrets, you know. And, 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 you know, I just always felt like we were honest with each other and we could, we could, you know, be truthful to each other. And so I've, I've always felt, hello? Hello? Yes. Well, I'm sorry. It's something else on the thing on my ear. I heard something different. But, yeah, so um, I've always felt the, the, there's a true sisterhood and, you know, we, um, we discuss all kinds of current events, and you know it's just a, it, it's just empowering to me to be a part of that this organization. Now we're going to take a brief break, Miss Sandra but, and Kim. But I want you to, when we come back, I want to talk about how the sisterhood has helped you propel into your uh, purpose and take you further into your destiny. Because I truly believe that we all need to help one another out, men and women. But it's something about a sister helping another sister out without being jealous, without being envious, mm-hmm. and without being intimidated and threatened by that person. That mm-hmm. that bond is so critical and so necessary. So when we get back, I want you all to talk about that aspect of it and what you all do as an organization to uh, combat any uh, feeling, negative feelings of jealousy and intimidation so that you all can be your absolute phenomenal. And what you say, I am a um, I am all that in a bad I thing. am, yeah. I am. <laughs> and so when we come back, we're going to take a brief music break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about that right here. All right? This is a, a song, Help a Sister Out by T.D. Jakes. Wailing women pray. Children, teach your children that they must pray. 
Developing supportive sisterhood. Before we get back to our guest, Miss Sandra Miles, and all of the sisters of the BFDC Black Female Development Corporation, y'all holding it down in the chat and online, and you have shown me what true sisterhood is. Um, we're gonna get right back to them in a moment. I just want to ask you to tune in to one of our bonus shows on Sunday. Uh, our theme is Every Woman Helping Every Woman Overcome Every Issue so that they can achieve every dream. We are celebrating women in music, uh, movies, and media, and we have none other than Tamala Mann. You may know her as Cora on Meet the Browns, um, the show, the movie, and Medea Goes to Jail. She is going to be on the show, so call in, ask her any questions. Then we have Rhonda White. Uh, she has a phenomenal show here on Blog Talk uh, called Soaring. As Eagle, she's going to talk uh, talk about her business, her her music, and her books. And we are still working on finalizing one more surprise guest. And like I said, in Real Talk, we strategically design each show with you in mind because we want you to believe that, yes, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, and you can achieve every single dream. And whatever you see on this sh- uh, show is just a dream that I had in mind uh, so many years ago, uh, and now it's finally coming to fruition. Uh, everything you see here, orchestrating, I was doing it when I was teaching Sunday school to six members. We had a vision each year. We had a variety of lessons. So I've been doing this for a long time, and, and now God has allowed me to expand it to the Blog Talk audience. I want to click Miss Sandra Miles back on. Hello, Miss Sandra. How are you? I am still amazing. How are you? Listen, you y'all gonna make me move to Florida and join you. <laughs> y'all are holding it down in the chat, and the lines are blowing up. If anyone <laughs> from Florida wants to chime in, we could just have some girl talk in the uh, next ten minutes. Uh, I want to click Kim back on. She has her hand up. Um, and we, we had have another board member uh, also, Talisha Terry. Uh, she was four oh seven. I think she wants to chime in, too. 407, we'll mm-hmm. click her right on. Hello, Miss Terry, how are you? I'm wonderful, how are you? I am fabulous. Listen, y'all going to make me want to join this uh, BFDC uh, because this is what Sister Hood is about, supporting one another and helping a sister out. Sandra, mm-hmm. how, yes. do, how do you overcome or combat any of the negative feelings that – uh, sometimes we as women uh, have against one another, such as jealousy, such as envy, uh, being threatened or intimidated. How do you combat that in EFDC? Well, we we tend to be uh, we confront issues head on, Ooh. like like Kim was saying um, in our sister to sister. We we let people know we you can say in in a sister to sister moment. Um, I'm feeling jealous of you. I mean, you, you might not word it that way because nobody wants to admit that they're jealous, but, you know, somebody might say something to the effect of, man, you know, I wish that was me. But the thing about it is we are very supportive of one another. So even if you might have that little twinge of jealousy, you're mm-hmm. always reminded that you're happy for your sister. So what if you want it for yourself, 
we and then the other thing too, we're so giving. Anything I have that you want, you can have. And it's not this superficial kind of thing like, you know, if you come to my house you can go in my refrigerator. Yeah, you can. But anything, my time, my my resources, anything you want from me, you can have. And we know that about each other. And but right. that's kind of the tricky thing about BFDC. Uh, not, not everybody can't make it because we don't, and we don't have like a, a process where you have to join us. All you have to do is submit an application if you want to be a member of our organization. Mm-hmm. But people tend to weed themselves out because it's hard work to to constantly be honest with other people. To for Ooh. people to always, um, you know, tell you the truth about yourself. Not everybody wants to know <laughs> everything yeah. about themselves. So we tend to have uh, people come in for a little while and then they leave. And they'll blame us or they'll say that, you know, um, it's not what they thought it would be. But at the end of the day, people who don't mind being truthful and honest and who can accept that truth back right in their face love BFDC and mm-hmm. love everything about it. So we so- can definitely talk about that. <laughs> yeah. In, in, what, uh, go ahead. What we also try to do is to address it from a spiritual standpoint as well, mm-hmm. because that's one of our principles, beliefs in the higher power, that we are reflections of each other. Yes. So once we understand that I am my sister and that she is me, and that together, you know, we are one, that we, it's very hard to be jealous of a reflection of yourself mm-hmm. or to not want yourself to do good. So once we understand that us doing, one person doing good is an extension of all of us being able to do good eventually, you know, those things tend to, like, jealousy and envy, they tend to subside. You know, they may be still there, but like Tendra was saying, those who don't mind really, really believing in the sisterhood and doing the work of the sisterhood, they don't mind. They don't mind. Like, this was... um, our organization was not founded by Sandra and myself and the current board members. It was founded by someone else. We came along and picked it up mm-hmm. and, you know, breathed life back into it again and brought it up to what it is now, now so the that, national level. Well, that goes back to the first principle you said, Sandra, is about that self-actualization. Exactly. That is so, and and that is on Maslow's hierarchy of, of, of needs. It's the fifth and final, and when you get to that, you uh, become not not only successful but significant in life, uh-huh. and uh-huh. you and significant is when you are blessing others, you are pushing others to be their absolute best, and like you said, you confront that conflict immediately, which I think is so healthy. That's what healthy uh-huh. relationships are. So, like you said, if somebody's dealing with jealousy, they feel comfortable enough because they uh-huh. feel comfortable with themselves, and that is the exactly. key. They, exactly. That is the key. They are comfortable with themselves enough to express that vulnerability. We have another call. Listen, I need to be an honorary member. Uh oh. <laughs> down. Welcome, nine oh four. You had your hand up. Oh hi. My name is Charlyn Stanberry. Um, hey Sandra, Talisha, and Kim. Hi. <laughs> on our um, also. But um, also, what I was gonna say. Um, when I became a member of BFDC, it was very important about me getting involved with the black women because as black women, they always say we're about conflict, we have attitudes, we don't get along. And it was just very important to me to be a part of an organization that uplifts black women so that you see them in a different light because at the University of Central Florida, 
you're primarily an all-white campus. Mm. So now you have this organization on campus that basically just portrayed black women in a different light and it empowered black women and it just showed them as role models. And um, one of my favorite events that we do, Purple Power, um, Mm -hmm. it's all about empowerment. It's all about building yourself up, your purpose, fulfilling your destiny. But I think most importantly as sisters, we have to help our sister next to us fulfill their destiny also. So. Yes, and know that my destiny is not your destiny, and we may go in different circles, but we're going okay. in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we help one another out, be the best person that you, uh, we can be. Listen, I'm loving BFDC. Uh, All right. Right now. <laughs> I'm serious about that honorary member, y'all. I'm in little Kentucky, <laughs> but I can do online and phone calls. Well, yeah, yeah we um we are not. Florida bound. We actually have a chapter in Houston, Texas. We are all about um, having members all over the place. We have at-large members uh, as far as California, so uh, anybody can be, be a an member. at-large this. member. All right, then. There <laughs> well, it is. I need y'all to help us <laughs> <laughs> out. All right. I need, I need that. I need that. Somebody had to say something? Yeah, I'm sorry to interject, but do you need, there's a pen to get on here? You need a pen? Oh, on Block Talk, yes. Okay. Uh, so you need to sign up and register as a, 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 a listener. You don't have to okay. register as a host. Okay. Okay. What other phenomenal things does BFDC uh, do? Uh, you say you have chapters all uh, in other states. So mm-hmm. how do uh, how does that work? Well, is it, right now our chapters are on college campuses. Okay. So, and then we have at-large members who are in other places. Okay. Uh, but the way the way those chapters work is um, we give them, uh, you know, a format, just like any other organization that has chapters in other places. We let them know the principles of our organization, uh, what we're what we stand for, and they're they're kind of free to come up with their own uh, agenda, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they plan their own activities and all that, but we have a few uh, activities that are um, BFDC signature events that e- all of our chapters have to make sure they they have at, on their campus. And once we grow to have citywide chapters, those citywide chapters will also have uh, mm-hmm. events in their city. But those signature events are um, Shades of Womanhood, which we do in March. Mm-hmm. And that can take any form. It can be a conference. Our UCF chapter has turned it into a conference. Um, the Florida State chapter made it an evening of celebration of women, so they had different uh, performers come out, and whether it were uh, poets or people who sang, come out and just celebrate women. Uh, another one of our signature events is um, tribute to a black man, because a lot of times oh, people will hear the name of yes, they they hear about our organization and they hear about how we're about women's empowerment, and then for whatever strange reason, to them that equals oh y'all must hate men. Yes, no, we don't. It don't have nothing to do with men. We love women, and we still love men. So we have this. This event, tribute to a black man, tribute to a black man, to show our men. Yes, we can come together in a sister circle and edify each other, and still have love for you too. So we definitely make sure that our chapters uh, do those events, and then we also uh, promote for them to do educational seminars. Um, and some of our chapters will pick controversial titles. The FSU chapter had one um, that was called uh, "He's a Dog and She's a Bitch." 
and <laughs> the point of it was to you know get people talking. But when they got when you got to the event, you were it was like, is it ever appropriate to use that language with each mm-hmm. other? Because you know now we'll turn anything into a term of endearment. So yeah. um, and and their the point of their that event was. Um, to see if that's even appropriate. And then all all of our chapters are doing great work. And um, and as a national board, we put on our larger conference for everyone and Purple Power that Charlene was talking about, and uh, all of our chapters are supposed to participate in the philanthropy. So we have a lot going on. Well, yeah, and we, we, we just actually – I'm sorry. You can go ahead. We just actually finished our um, conference. Uh, about two weeks ago, which was amazing. It was so funny you were saying purpose and passion because that was the highlight, that was the continual theme of our conference. We brought in, you know, professional presenters that talked about anything from branding yourself, marketing yourself, to finding yourself, to understanding mental health issues that, you know, could potentially affect you on your mission of trying to complete your passion and purpose and how our main speaker who was wonderful, Ms. Marilyn Griffith, she talked about mm-hmm. um, the theory of sensitivity, and she broke that thing down. Mm-hmm. That's how you would break down the theory of relativity. When I tell you she broke that thing down sensitivity. <laughs> directly to you. Now, did y'all get any of this on audio? Oh, man, we, we, we were thinking about it afterwards. Wow. It was it was the, the, the power of that whole weekend. Yes. Man, if, if we could just transfer it. Like I always tell them, the world needs Listen, them. I see it transferred on Block Talk Radio because I'm calling it down for the sisters. And we are come to the end of the segment, but I want each one of you online, I want you to give one word to describe uh, how uh, your feelings or what BFDC means to you. One word. Let's start with 904. Um, my word is basically destiny. Woo, 754. Uh, purpose. 407. Visionary. We're definitely all visionaries. And Miss Sandra Miles. That's the problem when you have talented people around you. They take all the good stuff. <laughs> I'm going to have to say um, passion. Passion. Y'all have been phenomenal. Y'all have held Real Talk with Tanya White down tonight. Uh, the lines are just lit up. But, Sandra, give out the uh, the website information because we're down to our last five minutes. It just ran, the time ran away. But give it out is. the website. Well, definitely check us out. Our website is www.b as in black, f as in female, d as in development, c as in circle, inc.org, bfdcinc.org. You can also email any one of us. Uh, our generic email is info at bfdcinc.org, or you can email me directly at director at bfdcinc.org. Okay. Can you put that in chat? Of course. <laughs> yes, put that in chat, girl. I'm trying to do, girl, help a sister out. <laughs> I like that to say. Y'all have been fabulous today, and I'm looking forward to having y'all back uh, just to talk about some more sister talk, how we can help one another out. Um, any last words, Sandra, before we wrap it up? Uh, my last word would just be allow your sister to change. We A lot of times we um, want to remember who a person was when we met them. So when you when they come to you and they're doing something different, you want to stop them and say, oh, that's not you. I remember when you did da da da, da. 
That's not the kind of sister you need to keep in your circle. You need wow. people around who, you who will allow you to change and grow and who themselves are committed to growing and developing so that when you start to grow, they aren't intimidated by it. They're, they're excited about it, and they're, they're encouraged by it. So that's my final word. Get people around you who will let you be you. Oh, Sandra, that was an awesome final word. And on that note, we're going to wrap up the show. I'm going to mute you out as I close out this great show. Thank you so much. I'm going to follow up with you later on tonight, okay? Okay. All right. Hey, guys, we'll talk with Tanya White. This show, self-esteem, self-appreciation, sisterhood, all ties in together. Whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, you need all three, self-esteem, self-appreciation, and a sister or brotherhood to encourage you to be your absolute best. We have phenomenal guests all night. The self-esteem queen herself just just took it to another dimension. First off, she came out the gate running. Don Johnson, visit her at selfesteemqueen.com. Then Dr. T. Ford, the author of I Miss the Hugs But Not the Hurts, just told us what, uh, you know, how to be restored, recover, and discover yourself after codependency. And then the BFDC, Sandra Miles and her sisters from BFDC. Y'all have blessed me just holding on and supporting one another, and that's what it's all about. Tune in next Thursday at our regular time. We're going to be talking about HIV, sex, and infidelity. We have some phenomenal guests once again. But Sunday, we have Tamala Mann uh, on uh, and Rhonda White. We're celebrating women in movies, music, and media. Tune in for that. Check out the uh, Blog Talk page for the time. Visit TanyaWhite.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Buy my books. Help a sister out. Girl, I have goals. I have goals so I can write more books. We also have a testimonial line called 214-615-6505, extension 5249. Leave us a message. Tell us how you're enjoying the show and how the show has blessed you. If you take nothing else away, remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You need other sisters around you so that you can be the best person you can be as that song said be the best man i can be if you're a man you need other brothers around you and then you also need other sisters around you to encourage you and to help you be who god has destined you to be uh remember that you are already already a shining star as earth wind and fire so eloquently sings you are a shining star no matter who you are and that is what we're going to close out with Earth, wind, and fire. You are a shining star. Remember, I love you. Change those no, I can't attitudes into yes, I can't actions. And remember, keep your life rated R. Keep it relevant. Keep it refreshing. But most of all, keep it real. Tune in Sunday for our bonus show. If you can't do that, tune in next Thursday at 6 p.m. And I will.